It was when I was able to take down the mask and stop trying to be something that I wasn't and just was myself, even though that wasn't what I thought everybody wanted from me. That was what opened up the door to the opportunity. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Hello, family. Hi, Jen here. Oh my gosh, so excited. This is podcast number two. And I'm coming to you from my closet yet again with my iPhone microphone attached to my little black cami. Let me just paint the picture for you. I'm sitting here. Um, there's a pile of clothes behind me. It's a mess in here, but it, there's good sound. So I'm here and I'm talking to you, but it, it kind of looks like I'm talking to myself, but you you know I'm talking to you because I'm in your ear right now. Anyways, so grateful you tuned in. Grateful for this number two episode because I literally just felt the need to come in here and tell this story. This was not planned. I told my team, I was like, I'm going to create this podcast just as if I was like sitting around and needed to tell my friend something and needed to send them a text message in that moment. So I'm like needing to tell you a story in this moment and then I'm just going to go record. And that's exactly what I did. So sitting in my closet because I felt the need to tell you this story because this was, this was coming up for me a lot today um, as an important reminder and something really really important that I need you to know is that I, just like everybody, need reminders every single day to have a positive mindset and have a better perspective and to remember to not care what other people think or to do the things that help me to do things even though I feel scared or care about what other people think and take the action anyway. I need those reminders all day, every day. And that's why I have things like post-its all over my apartment or I listen to podcasts regularly that motivate me and inspire me, or I watch YouTube videos that motivate and inspire me, or I text friends and have accountability buddies that are very motivating and inspiring because I'm a human being and we forget and we need constant reminders. And that's what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it to be a reminder, a reminder to take action and to dare yourself to do things a little bit differently each day, to shake things up, to do things that you wouldn't typically do. And even if you're scared or feeling insecure or feeling like you have imposter syndrome, like you're a fraud or you're really not meant to do that thing, or you care a lot about what other people think, if you post that or if you say that, or if you make yourself seen and visible and talking about what you really want to talk about, whenever you have those fears, I want you to remember that it's completely normal to have those fears, like totally, totally normal. You're a normal human being and we're all going to experience fear, especially the more that we grow and the more that we stretch, the more fear is going to come. But the key is to remind yourself that you can still do it with fear there anyway. So I'm going on a tangent, but the text message that I wanted to send to you or the podcast that I wanted to create for you today was all around this one story that I kept remembering that is my reminder that whenever I'm my most self, so my most real self, my most authentic self, the truest version of me, that's when the most amazing opportunities come my way. And how did I learn this? So it took me a really, really long time to learn this. If you don't know anything about my story or my background, I need to give you a little bit of a background on me. So I used to be an actress. And since I was a little girl, that's all I ever wanted to be was an actress. I wanted to be on Broadway and on television. And I moved to New York City when I was 20 years old. I dropped out of college and I moved to New York. 
to study musical theater at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy on the Upper West Side of New York. And right out of school, I ended up getting my dream role in the Broadway National Tour of The Wedding Singer. So I toured all over the country playing the role of Linda in The Wedding Singer. So if you've seen the movie The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler, you will probably remember a character in the movie named Linda, which was his fiance, uh, Adam Sandler's fiance, Robbie Hart's fiance, that's the character Robbie Hart, that leaves him at the altar, that doesn't show up for the wedding. And there's a really classic scene where there's this little kid and he's like, Linda, you a bitch. And she is basically the bitch. And in the show, she's this hilarious in the musical version of, of the movie, the show that I was in. She's this hilarious character that's like a combination of 80s Madonna, Pat Benatar, and just like a wannabe rock star ditz. And I, I'll tell you the story on another episode of how I got that role and how I created that opportunity for myself. But after I got back from, because that's not the story I'm going to tell you today, but after I got back from The Wedding Singer, the next gig that I got as an actress was being on this heavy metal talk show called That Metal Show on VH1. And I ended up being on that show for about five years. Now, let me preface this by saying, I do not like heavy metal music. I know nothing about heavy metal music. I still know nothing about heavy metal music. But this was a, a gig for me. I was an actress and I was auditioning all the time and waiting for somebody to pick me and tell me that I was good enough to play a character or a role or step into a version of myself that wasn't me. And that's what acting is. It's playing a character. But this was a weird situation because it wasn't a scripted character. It was a talk show. So I was playing myself, but I had to become a different version of myself. I had to become Miss Box of Junk. Yes. I just said it, Miss Box of Junk. That was the title, my title, my name, my character, Jennifer. I, I was Jen, I was Jennifer, but I was called Miss Box of Junk on the show. So I was kind of like the Vanna White character on this talk show. I was like the prize girl. And it ended up being a really, really lucrative gig for me financially, a really amazing opportunity in you know a dot that ended up connecting me to where I am now and all of my television experience and how I help people now. Like it all makes sense now. But back when I was in it and I was doing it and I was playing this version of myself that couldn't have been further from who I really was, I was seriously out of alignment. I was playing this sexy, hard rock, heavy metal vixen with platinum blonde hair, super tan and all these rocker t-shirts and pretending that I knew everything about heavy metal and pretending that I loved heavy metal. And so my life turned into this fake version of who I was. And it started to become my reality, which then spiraled out of control and then turned into a massive rock bottom where everything was taken from me and I had to start over. Because I truly believe that when you're living out of alignment and you can't get yourself back in, the universe will come and it'll smack you in the face and usually it'll hurt and it'll smack you back into alignment. And that's what happened. But I want to go back a few steps and I will, as we go on this podcast journey together, I will tell you all of these stories of my rock bottom moment, of how I realized I was out of alignment, how it transformed my life. But I first want to tell you my very first lesson in that I had to learn around being my most authentic self. And it came at a time where I wasn't ready to hear the lesson. But now that I look back, I use the lesson all the time. So let me explain. The lesson came in my audition for that metal show. Yes, in my audition. So let's go back. I don't even know how many years this was ago. It was a long time ago. And I came back from Wedding Singer and I was, um, you know, doing the audition scene and going to all these castings. And I got called in for this casting 
for a show called That Metal Show on VH1, all about heavy metal music. That's all I knew about it. I knew that they were looking for a sexy girl to play a heavy metal, like sexy. It was just said like sexy a lot in the casting. I was like, great. I just played a sexy rock and roll chick on tour for like a year. I could do this. I could get this part. So, but I knew the thing was, I I didn't know anything about heavy metal music. I didn't know anything about rock and roll music. And I knew that this was actually a talk show. So I kind of had to be an expert in that field, or they were definitely going to ask me what I knew about it in my audition. So what I did was I I bought this like Van Halen t-shirt from Bloomingdale's. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't a real Van Halen t-shirt. It was like one of those fake Van Halen t-shirts that they sell at the designer stores that are like way too expensive for what they are. It was like a hundred dollar Van Halen t-shirt. You know, it was like totally fake, but I was like, yes, this is my rock and roll shirt. And I bought that shirt. And then the night before the audition, I spent like two hours Googling and researching everything there was to know about heavy metal. So I was like, I'm going to walk into that audition. I'm going to pretend I am an expert. I am a metal diva goddess. I know everything there is to know about heavy metal music. So I look up Black Sabbath and Poison and ACDC and Journey and Metallica. And I'm like trying to memorize all of these bands and all of the artists in the band in two hours. Okay. I'm trying to learn all this information. And I go the next day. So I'm like, yes, okay, great. I know some stuff. I can say like something about Black Sabbath and I can I can name drop a little bit. I know enough. So I wear my little Van Halen t-shirt. I tie it up in a knot and I wear a little black mini skirt and these big boots that were like thigh high suede fake Steve Madden um, boots. And I walk into this audition and there's like 50 girls in the waiting room. And these girls like are real metal girls. Okay, like legit, like they all had leg tattoos and piercings and real metal shirts that were from real concerts, not Bloomingdale's (laughs) T-shirts. And I'm looking around. I'm like, holy shit, like this is not I am not in the right place. Like I knew in that moment I was like, I this is not me. This is not who I am. But I really wanted the gig. I was an actress. I needed money. I needed to work. And I was competitive. So I was like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get this. And I you know, kept studying all my metal stuff while I was sitting in the, in the waiting room and I go in to the audition and there's like producers in there. And initially the role of Miss Box of Junk was just the prize girl. So she was basically the girl who during this one segment of the show, there are these three hosts and one of the hosts name was Eddie Trunk. And Eddie Trunk is an expert on metal music. So the live studio audience got an opportunity to stump the trunk. Or yeah, so like basically stump Eddie. So they would have to ask or yeah, they would ask Eddie a question. And if Eddie got it wrong, they stumped him. And then the prize girl, Miss Box of Junk, would come out with a box. And then that winner would reach their hand into her box. Yes, very degrading, I know. And pull out a prize. And that was the whole gig. Okay, that was the whole thing. So in my audition, they had the box there and they wanted me to carry the box into the room and they would practice pulling it out and I would practice and and I would not practice, but I would show them how I would say, oh, great job. Yeah, this was mind-blowingly difficult, right? Okay, so I do that part and I do that great because that was easy. Then they start to ask me questions and I'm like, here we go. I'm ready for this. I know all my metal, metal information. They start asking me, what's your favorite band? And all of a sudden I went blank. Like I couldn't remember. 
any of the things I studied because it wasn't me. I didn't really like it. Like I didn't really know. So of course I forgot. It wasn't ingrained in me. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, um, I like everything from Black Sabbath to Beyonce. <laughs> and um, I really like um, Poison. It's terrible. Okay, I've watched this audition video since. It's absolutely terrible. And you could tell that I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. So I'm like, great, I totally screwed this up and this is one I'm not getting. And then at the very end, the producer looks at my resume and he looks up at me and he says, um, oh, it says here on your resume that you do a great Britney Spears impersonation. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot to take that off. Like I, I do do a great Britney Spears impersonation and I have it on the bottom of my resume. It's just like something fun and funny, but I shouldn't have had it there for my heavy metal audition. Like it didn't make sense. And I was like, God, this, this just couldn't get any worse. I was like, yeah, I do. And they were like, can we hear your Britney? And of course, in that moment, I was like, this is not going the way I planned. Oh my God, like wrong direction. I'm supposed to be the metal girl. Oh my gosh. But Britney was doing a great Britney Spears impersonation. That was who I really was. That was real Jen. That was like real me. That was, you know, heavy metal Jen. Nefer. I like how I put myself, this is like often what I do into these different characters because couldn't have been further from who I was, but the, the Britney Spears girl, I was like, that was my jam. So I, at that moment, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to be myself. I already lost this gig. I'm just going to be exactly who I am and show them me. So in my That Metal Show audition, I do my Britney Spears impersonation. Okay. And I sang, I believe, I, I think I sang not a girl, not yet a woman for them. Like the first couple of lines. Um, I'll sing the first couple of lines for you so that we can just, this is for your amazing, because I've done this several times in different rooms, in different interviews, and it's gotten me a lot of great opportunities. And I'm just giving you this example. Like this is my dare of the day. So here we go. We're daring each other to do things here. And I guarantee you, you're listening to this podcast. You're like, Jen, how are you going to get off this podcast without singing a little bit of your Britney? and doing your Britney impersonation. You're a thousand percent right. So here we go. Perfect um, dare in place. For me, my dare right now is to do my Britney impersonation on this podcast, even though I haven't done it in a really long time. So we'll just do the first line. So I go, so they're like, let me hear your Britney. I'm looking at them. I'm like, okay, great. Okay. I guess I'm going to just be myself. So I start singing. I used to think I had the answers to everything, but now I know that life doesn't always go my way. There's my Britney impersonation. <laughs> that was my dare of the day. Okay, so I sing that and they're all hysterically laughing. The entire room, uproar, laughing. They love it. They're going crazy. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, so then I broke and I was just me and I had a great conversation just being me and not having to fake knowing anything about heavy metal music. And I left the audition. And I was like, well, that was really fun. I ended up being myself and I had a good time, but I'm definitely not going to get that gig. Okay, so two weeks later, I get a call from the producers saying, hey, Jen, we want to offer you the role. Would you like to be part of that metal show and be Miss Box of Junk? I got the job 
And they also said they were like, listen, we we look, we saw a lot of girls and a lot of girls probably know a lot more, you know, about metal than you. But we saw ourselves hanging out with you and having the best time with you because you're fun and you're funny. So we'd love to have you as part of our cast. And that, my friend, my friends, whoever's listening to this right now, please know. It was when I was able to take down the mask and stop trying to be something that I wasn't and just was myself, even though that wasn't what I thought everybody wanted from me, that was what opened up the door to the opportunity. Now, granted, that opportunity, it was an amazing opportunity in so many ways. And the more episodes that I do, the more I'll talk about how amazing it was. But it also was, you know, an opportunity that really was out of alignment for me. And but all of it ended up being for me because without that experience, I would not be sitting here where I am today. I would not be running this company. I would not probably be with my fiance. I would not be creating this podcast. It all always connects you. When you look backwards, the dots connect, can always connect. And it always is for you and connects you to where you're supposed to be. So that was an opportunity that changed my life for the good, for the bad, for all the things, like the lessons, the growth. But I wouldn't have gotten it if I didn't just be myself. They loved me for me. I stood out because I was different, not because I was the best at knowing all the heavy metal stuff, because I was able to just take down that mask and be exactly who I was and sing like Britney Spears. And if I can get a heavy metal talk show gig by singing like Britney Spears and, you know, laughing and goofing off and wearing my fake Bloomingdale's Van Halen shirt that I knew they knew was fake, then it just shows us that being authentically you and being who you are is the thing that makes you memorable and makes you stand out. And if I were to have gotten that gig, just as like being the fakest metal girl like ever. I, I probably actually, if I would have just like been that fake metal girl and said like, oh, I don't do a Britney Spears impersonation, but you want to hear my Black Sabbath? You want to hear me, you know, do a metal impersonation? Like they probably wouldn't have hired me. So when you are being seen and putting yourself out there, if you are listening to this and you are creating a personal brand or a business or whatever it is, like in your relationships, in your life, You attract what you are, not what you want. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You attract what you are, not what you want. So if you're walking around the world as somebody that wants, you know, thinks whatever everybody needs you to be a certain way in order for you to get what you want. So you're starting, you act out of alignment. You act not like yourself. You act like you like something when you don't really like it. Like a lot of people, you know, will start dating somebody and they'll pretend they like what that person likes, even though they don't. You'll attract people that are out of alignment with who you are. You're going to wake up years from now and hate your life. But if you show up exactly who you are, you're with your imperfections and your quirks and the things that make you different and the things that make you you, you're going to attract people and things and opportunities to you that are more in alignment with who you truly are, what your purpose is and what your zone of genius is, and you will be more successful. That's just how it works. Because the more you can be you and the more you can be in your zone of genius, that's your superpower, the more successful you're going to be. But if you're being fake and you're doing something that you're not good at, like me trying to remember heavy metal music, you're not going to get the opportunities that set you up for success. The opportunity that set me up for success, ironically, was just me doing what I did best, which was my goofy Britney Spears impersonation. And I'm just giving you one example, but I have so many examples in my life where 
things did not work for me because I was trying to be something that I thought everybody wanted me to be. And so many examples of when I just took down the fakeness and was imperfect and was messy and was myself and was like my loud, weird, you know, like out there, just gen self. And that's what attracted the amazing opportunities to me that actually ended up making me the most successful or making me the most money or making me the most powerful connections or giving me the best opportunities that helped me skyrocket my career and make me feel more fulfilled and all the things, all the things. So the last thing that I'll say is being you is also what makes you stand out. And people ask me all the time, you know, Jen, there's so many people that do the same thing as me. What's going to make me stand out from the crowd? What's going to make me be memorable and noticeable. I always say like, listen, there, there is going to be hundreds of people, thousands of people, maybe millions of people that do the same thing as you, but there is only one you. There is only one person that says things the way you, only you can say that, right? That only, there is only one person that can emote the way that you emote, that can explain things the way that you explain them. And the more you-ness you can bring to what you do, the more you're going to differentiate yourself, the more you're going to stand out. And there are going to be people out there that only relate to the way that you say things. There's a lot of other people right now that are probably making a podcast all about how to be your authentic self, okay? All about how to be you. But you're listening to this one because something about what I'm saying resonates with you. And maybe some of you are going to turn this off and be like, I'm never going to listen to her ever again because she doesn't resonate with me. And that's cool. That's good too, because you want to attract your tribe. Your, your vibe attracts your tribe. You want to attract the people that are, that are going to be for you. And the people that aren't, you want to deflect them. You, wanna, they, you don't want them. So there you go. You got my dare. My dare of the day was to do my Britney Spears impersonation for you guys. I hope you loved it. <laughs> and, and that story is just always a nice reminder for me. And of, to just be me, always. It's very easy to want to put up a filter and to be what we think we need to be and to make everything look perfect and to be the version of ourselves or create a business that is exactly what it's supposed to be or what it should be or what some guru or mentor said that it needs to be like. At the end of the day, the thing that's going to make you stand out and the thing that's going to bring you the most success, fulfillment and happiness and joy is by being exactly who God made you to be. So. My dare for you today is to take down the filter, whatever imaginary filter you have up, or maybe a real filter, and do one thing today that is fully and truly, unapologetically you. All right, my friends. Thanks for listening to the I Dare You podcast. I love you so much. So grateful for you. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast. 